0: okay <laughs> we are recording we welcome. are live <laughs> we are on? live this time <laughs> welcome back you guys to another episode of thinking smarter loving harder today i have a very very special guest with me he's been waiting two berries two berries he's been waiting about what a year i've been waiting almost be- a
1: year we were just talking before the podcast started, started. we thought i had started when I we, yeah. <laughs> when we first met. yeah and that was in february but um yeah i wanted to be on it from the get-go from when i first met you Mm -hmm.
0: all right i don't think you introduced yourself your name my name
1: is garrett brown garrett brown garrett with two t's brown like the color (laughs) which is also a revelation to our host she did not know my last name i
0: did not know your last name and i don't know how i didn't know that
1: yeah and your last name is raker
0: (sighs) i feel like such a bad friend right now that's all right it's okay (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sometimes I struggle with the pronunciation of your name in my brain, and then mm. I think I'm not just I'm just not gonna say it out loud.
0: It's a very common I'm common not, thing. A I'm lot not gonna say
1: Miss Rager. I'll just say Jill. Oh,
0: wait what, I, what do you say in your brain?
1: Well, I just think I'm like, is it like Ragar or is it is it like r- <laughs> really like rank, I mean, ranker? I've that's never a heard Ranker, I think.
0: I've heard Rager. Miss Rager. Miss Rager. That's the most common. I think one. that's
1: what the word ranker means means rage. Yeah, like, like, do you, you like to rage,
0: rage? I know
1: rager yeah <laughs> no probably sometimes
0: sometimes with the do. right people you know
1: i've raged and then uh gotten sick yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> you know that you know so that warning
0: story. warning people <laughs> be <Yeah>. careful <laughs>
1: but i um when i first yeah so when you first said you had a podcast i believe it was like the f- one of the first things morgan said uh when she introduced us i think or maybe okay. maybe.
0: And if you don't know, Morgan is my roommate.
1: Morgan is a roommate, or maybe uh, Gerilyn, and she was a co-worker of mine.
0: Yeah, um, I remember, like, bringing it out during one of the...
1: Yes, yeah, that like, was pretty early on, but that was not... I don't know if that was the first time. Okay. Because that was... because I. So you mentioned it, and I had been listening to a lot of podcasts at the time, and thinking of doing one myself. Oh. Uh, and I'd been thinking of doing one myself ever since, like, 2019 or something. And then, so when I heard that there was somebody who's like within my circle that does one. I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to see the process and what that was like and like how much it would like cost and all this stuff. And uh uh so yeah I've been asking and asking and asking and here we are. I think And uh, like now that's the hype. You know, I've hyped myself you, up as oh a guest, no. I feel like. And so we're gonna try to contribute something.
0: So is this process let you down at all yet? Mm-mm. No, it's it's, it's like actually everything it's pretty it's
1: like streamlined. <coughs> But I will ask, what do you what do you use on for your software?
0: Oh, this is probably good because I think a lot of people have actually asked me like what I use and what I bought uh-huh. when I started a podcast. So I just use GarageBand. Really?
1: Yes, it's and that comes it, it's with it's the free. Mac, right? Yes, <coughs>
0: free, super easy, and a lot of the time I used to not edit anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What you say on here?" I am. It goes it's on. Go, it goes live, so I could so. say
1: something. I could say something bad
0: well now I've, I've figured out how to edit a little bit yeah
1: but like in the past in the past if I someone like, said mm. something offensive and you're just like why do you why do you feel like I'm that like, about right, c-section babies to, or something yeah. and then you're just like well that's going in i guess
0: how <laughs> was a c-section baby what are you what are you trying to say <laughs>
1: i just pulled something out do you have feelings about c-section babies like as one
0: you know, I never really thought of it until oh, now. Really? I actually... Do you feel like
1: it was a little easier for you guys because you didn't have to force your way into the world? <laughs> you just had that VIP treatment. <laughs> you had I that red carpet laid easier. out for we, you. I would that's We
0: like, saw a knife coming at us. You know, that like, is true. Like,
1: <laughs> are you good at martial arts now at all? Or better mm-hmm. at it, do you think, than the average person?
0: No, I would say no. I'm probably worse.
1: How do you know? Have you?
0: I guess I don't know. I should See? maybe try.
1: <laughs> that's untapped potential. That's That's the... That's the chosen one story trope waiting to come. I actually
0: interned with my mom at the hospital that she works at and saw a C-section. It was so cool.
1: How big is the? I don't know if this is a grizzly or yeah. How big is the incision? Well,
0: I think the incision it's gotta be like a cup, cup like two inches or so like
1: really see i've always thought that it was really small and it is really small that's wild
0: it's really small but the crazy thing is when they start pulling all the muscles back they are in there like they're putting their full body weight that's why it's such a hard recovery after is because of the like how hard they're pulling on you little shivs yeah it was really cool and then and then the nurse that was in there was friends with my mom so afterwards she was like do you want to touch the placenta I was like, yeah, I do.
1: (laughs) Did you touch it? I hope you had a do you have a glove on or? Oh yeah, of course. I was decked out. A lot of people eat their placentas, I've heard.
0: Yeah. They turn into like a pill or you don't want to touch somebody's
1: food with your bare hands. That's disgusting. Right. Um (laughs) That's incredible though. I yeah, I you know, that's a whole process that I don't know if I don't know what the success rate with that was back in the day back when Caesar got one, you know? A little Caesarean section. Do you think his mom made it?
0: Not great. Depending on how sterile maybe. the room and yeah. the materials the doctor used were, I don't know. Yeah, and like a lot of people died in childbirth because yeah, of how yeah. like the doctors would go from one mother to the next and not wash their hands. Mm-hmm. So they got an infection and died. They're
1: just that. I'm already yeah. They're like all gooky. I
0: already got blood. Why Yeah. I take the extra time. Like that's a waste of water pop at that point. Pop out. Yeah, they're
1: popping them out. <laughs> These, I love where this is taken. our <laughs> uh, C-sections. Yeah,
0: all because of GarageBand,
1: or yeah, editing, yeah. <laughs> editing. All right, we're gonna bring it. All back of that, here. yeah, and, really and that's in. a good thing because you can edit all that out. So that's see, that's you I'm not circle. editing
0: that out as all I've right. said all before.
1: Right. <laughs> that's fair. Um, anyway, so GarageBand, and then. uh I think you... Did you say you got uh, the actual equipment off of Amazon at some point? Yeah, I got
0: some of the equipment off Amazon, like the headphone and the interface, the box that connects to your computer. Okay. So the interface, basically, you can get one that has uh, four connectors, so you can have up to four people on your podcast. Okay. So if I was just going to do my podcast myself, I wouldn't need an interface. I could just plug a mic into my computer, Mm. but because I knew I wanted people on, I needed the interface mm-hmm, adapter. Right. Well so that, yeah. that's a little in between. And do you ever
1: do – I feel like I keep swallowing because I'm drinking coffee, <laughs> and then if anyone's listening, they're just going to hear me swallow.
0: I, I can't hear you in the headphones, so I think you're good. Okay, good.
1: good. <laughs> um, do you ever do a podcast just on your own? Because I definitely know of podca- podcasters that will just sit and just talk for an hour.
0: I've done one, and I really don't like it. Really? I don't like just talking by myself. I, I, I do have ideas for yeah. some. Yeah. It's just not as satisfying as having a conversation with someone.
1: Not as fulfilling.
0: Yeah, it's not as fulfilling. I think that's why I also made the podcast was to like...
1: Get ideas.
0: Well, just to interview other people because I think 2020, I felt that a lot of people like judged me without actually knowing my story. Mm -hmm. And so that whole idea was that by talking to you, I don't have to agree with you on anything. Right. I don't have to like what you're saying, but I still have to respect you and listen to you. And so by like... Thinking smarter and getting to know someone better, you're going to love them better in their own way. So that's why I started it.
1: That's true. And I was going to I was literally just about to ask, like, what inspired you to Mm -hmm. start podcasting? But that's super cool. Um, And I bet, like, if you if you do uh, like a solo podcast, it's like a journaling. It's almost like journaling, Mm -hmm. probably. Yeah, because it's just like you're getting your thoughts out there. Uh, and, but, like, people can hear them, Mm -hmm. so.
0: Therapeutic for some people. It's appealing.
1: That's appealing to me a little bit, because, like, I like to be on stage, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: So, if you were to start a podcast, what would it be on?
1: Uh, what would it be on? What would it be on? Um,
0: What would you talk about? I, uh. Have you
1: thought about it? Not really. Like, I've definitely talked to people, and, like, there have been people in my life before that, um we would have like very, very long, like hours long conversations and, and never run out of topics and things like that. Um, and it's always a feeling of, of just like, Oh, this person, I could really riff off of. And I could really like, um, you know, just talk for ages about, uh, about just about anything. And and then that could just be the appeal, just like this kind of chaotic off the cuff, um, thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. If I did one, it would almost just—it would be a kind of journal-like, probably, mm-hmm. or like uh Be cool. Because I will. I'll journal sometimes. It makes my hand tired after a couple of paragraphs. Do you ever find that?
0: <laughs> after a couple of paragraphs, yeah. I don't know if I journal enough for that. I used really? to. I don't anymore. I should. I, I try should to get make my journals it.
1: sound cool, like if someone were to find them and read them one day. <laughs> you know, and they find them and read them, and they're just like, "Whoa." this is a whole story and then they could it could be i could be the voiceover in my own movie because i've thought about that so like i've thought if um like for instance like if my dad had left a journal or like a series of journals over the course of his life that would be a pretty cool insight into because i didn't know him that well you know into um how he was thinking as like a young person and and things like that so uh you know, I I do I do think about that sometimes. As far as like just you know my own legacy is concerned, maybe not like a Hollywood producer or something. That's not uh, obviously realistic.
0: So when you're writing in your journals, you're just thinking of it in a story context, maybe. Then like, this is what I did today. Yeah. <laughs> this is how well,
1: I I, and I was just uh, in the, it was speaking about this, but uh, I do like um a recap sometimes if something is like mm-hmm. um, noteworthy or I'll do just my feelings. But for a while there I was doing, I had like a little like every day because um, I read this book called, I forget who it's by, but it's called uh, Storyworthy. Um, and it it's about how like you can make a story out of almost anything if you only boil an event down to a five second moment. And so, and I want, you know, obviously this, he's getting credit for this. Is not my idea. <laughs> but like what he's saying is if you, sometimes in life, there's a moment of change. Like you feel either your mind changes on something or um, something dramatic happens, you know, like sometimes in life of dramatic things happens that doesn't usually, you know, and if you can think about a change that occurred, that's all the story really is, is what he was, the point he was making, mm-hmm. like some moment of just like switching, you know. And so um, I used to like I think last year every day I would like write my five second moment and it would just be it would be really weak some days like it wouldn't be any but there would be I could I would think back on the day and be like hmm if there's one thing that kind of switched that I were if I had to write a story about it um and I, and I, I was just like forced to I guess this would be the moment and I was doing that pretty consistently for a while but not anymore.
0: So, so how many journals do you have? you just have one?
1: Um, Yeah, I just have one so far. I have, I have two, actually. I have one travel journal that I always take whenever I go anywhere, and then one that I just write in.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I do have a journal, and I filled up all the pages, so I think that's why I don't journal anymore. Have you <laughs> seen those replaceable blank. ones? So they
1: have, like, a leather, well, and then you replace oh, the inside. That's I have smart. one of those. I haven't used it yet.
0: That's really smart. Yeah. Because I love mine. I would, like, cut out stuff and paste it in there and, like, make it, all colorful and nice. stuff.
1: Yeah, I do that uh, as well. Sometimes I'll do like pictures or things mm-hmm. like that.
0: Or I used to like write songs for oh. <laughs> on the guitar and I'd put that in there.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. So you have you have like lyrical skills like that,
0: huh? Mm. Like you
1: can play, but you can also write.
0: Yeah. They're not that great. They're no. not that long. Maybe maybe one day someone will hear them.
1: Yeah, you can string them all together and then it'll be like Yeah. kind of an eclectic. Song. It's
0: it's kind of fun to like think back on where you were in your life and like what was happening that influenced you to like want to write something?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, in song form. And it yeah, it is a log kind of, mm-hmm. isn't it? Do you uh, the first these like as you've had guests and you were telling me that you've done a number of these podcasts so far. My microphone tried to escape. It said, <laughs> "I'm bored," and it leaned to the side and <laughs> fell asleep. Um the the, uh, when you do these podcasts, do a lot of your guests ask you how you got it? Is is the topic of them a lot of like podcast topics where your guests are just like, so why did you get into this? No. Like what? Really?
0: I usually have an idea of what I'm going to ask someone.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, I just started writing down questions. Normally it's just like off the top of my head. Yeah. I feel like I, I enjoy normally asking people questions mm-hmm. and letting them talk, but I- yeah, normally I don't have people ask me about the podcast. Yeah, really. about the podcast. Because
1: that, seem, that seems to me to be like the biggest, because I don't know anyone else who does podcasts. So to me, I'm just like, so, I, you know, I want to know how you did that, you know? Yeah. But for most people, they're just like, well, it's just Jill. She's a natural performer. <laughs> yeah, it's usually Makes my sense.
0: friends. And I'm like, I want to be purposeful on having them on if there's oh. something I want to talk about. Yes, yes. Like for my my brothers, one of them's a personal trainer, so I will have him come on for okay. like fitness questions. Yeah. Um, we did like an Instagram like, ask us your fitness questions or protein powder questions. Oh and then no. I just did one with my twin, and he talked about like skincare because he's a skincare guru no. and like knows all about oh, it. I would
1: love to be a guru on something. I'm Wouldn't sure you be are. Nice? I don't think I I'm a guru on any one thing. Yeah. I just kind of have like a knowledge of a lot of things. I think, like just a ter- like a mm-hmm. what is it? Tertiary? This is like a just like an inch deep see. but a mile wide. Um. Oh, <gasps> uh, cursory. Cursory is the word. I
0: was like tertiary. is. Like tertiary
1: is like the third the f- source that you get when you're doing research papers and stuff. Yeah. Speaking of, I just changed my major. Did you know what? I? Yeah. What did you change it to? To psych. Really? Yeah, like everyone else. Like yeah. everyone
0: else. Yeah. What do you want to do with psych?
1: I just wanna. So, I was in anthropology, uh-huh. and I was gonna do archaeology with that. Okay. Because I really like history a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and um, and I was I was kind of rolling along the anthropology road, and it was pretty. It was interesting. I definitely love like the study of human um, beings and all this, and uh, but I was I f- I was feeling like it wasn't exactly, I was getting this suspicion that archaeology wouldn't be exactly what I thought it was going to be, you mm. know, be a little bit more technical,
0: a little different than Indiana Jones, uh,
1: you know, and I knew that, but I yeah. guess maybe it's in your subconscious. Just yeah. It's like, you know, it is kind of, you know, governing yeah. your, your actions a little bit as mm-hmm. far as choosing that, you know, mm-hmm. but I, so I, I um, last semester, I took my first archaeology class and I kind of knew I was like, this is going to determine whether I stick with this or whether I switch. And then it was always because I was an EMT. So it was always either going to be that or like psych. Cause I already know that I like psych and I, I've mm-hmm. had experiences with uh, like helping people just briefly, you know, mm-hmm. with, with some, um, some of their, uh, you know, just mental like struggles whenever they're having a hard time. And I really enjoyed that. So I was like, well, I still love history, but I don't really want to be a history major per se. So if I don't do archaeology, I will do psych. And so that's what happened. And I did, so I did the archaeology class and it was, um, it was just not, it was impersonal, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's not, uh, it's not a good story. It's the opposite of a good story. I love a good story in everything, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and, uh, that's important to me. Like to me, I think a good story is more important sometimes Than what actually Mm. happened, so maybe it's more real.
0: A therapist that helps people deal with their trauma or mental illness through storytelling.
1: Well, I listen to people's story. Yes. You know,
0: but I know um, someone I was working with a while ago. She was she's doing psych, and Mm. she was in grad school to become a therapist, but art therapy and like helping people deal with their problems through the expression of art. Yeah. So maybe you'll have people write all these stories.
1: Yeah. Well, and it, yeah, it is kind of its own little art, I suppose, mm-hmm. if you're really gonna do that. But are you yeah. thinking
0: of th- therapy, therapists? Yeah, like counseling. Counseling.
1: Yeah, I think as like a side job, probably. You know. What
0: would be the main?
1: Um, probably firefighting.
0: Oh. Okay. Because that's what
1: I'm trying to do right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. I haven't. So d- it doesn't matter what your bachelor's. Doesn't again. really
1: matter. Yeah.
0: Oh, I forgot that. Because
1: if I get a bachelor's in anything, it means a raise as a firefighter here in Colorado. So, wow. Yeah, pretty pretty substantial raise too. Okay,
0: so, so let's talk about you wanting to be a firefighter. Yeah. What was the moment you were like? I want to be a firefighter.
1: Oh, uh, I think it was because uh, I've worked in 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 a, a many many different jobs, yes. and so I uh, I think like 2019. Um, I was, um, like, uh just about to leave the country for the first time for several months and live abroad, and um, I'm trying to get everything together with that, and I also, at the time, was, like, ever since I was a, a kid, I was, like, a big, like, superhero fan, like, mm-hmm. I really was huge into, like, DC comics and stuff like that, um, and... uh You know, I just liked I liked a lot of what they represented. You know, now I'm not like I like I can honestly say I've shed that completely, which is weird considering how big um, those stories were part of my life, you know. But um, I just really liked what they stood for. Like I I like the I like the Superman. I like Mm -hmm. the um, kind of the more niche characters that, you know, these these people who are just good. Um, I like Superman, especially, you know, when I was growing up, because he's good and he doesn't uh, have to be. You know what I mean? Like, he he's good, and he's not Green Lantern. Like, he doesn't have a ring, like, given mm. to him. And he's not Batman. Like, Batman doesn't have to be, but Batman is, like, he's worked and worked and worked and worked for that goal. Superman didn't. Like, he was just born, and he could have either taken over the entire world or helped people, and he chose to help people. And I think that I always thought that was really beautiful. And so I liked that, um, and... So I was really into that kind of concept of helping people, which is why everybody wants to do like right. EMS. It's very cliche. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when you have been, it's like, okay, gross. Like we don't want to hear about that, you know? Yeah, I remember. So I was getting ready and I was, it was hectic. And I, and I remember was in, I was in my gym and I heard a guy talking about firefighting. Mm-hmm. And I've never known what I wanted to do with my life, like never since, ever since I was a kid. Um, and he was like trying to be a firefighter. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I never even thought about that. And then I went home. I, like, went. And I saw my mom. And and it was, like, a couple of days before I left, and she was like, Garrett, have you ever thought about being a firefighter? Like, you know, like, that really – you'd help people and stuff. And you and then it said like, anything to her no. about thinking or yeah. hearing about it? No. Ah. And it kind of implanted in my brain a little bit, and then since then it's been a bit of a journey. Like, so I was uh, gone for months and months abroad, and um, it was cool because I got to see, like, some, some like, fire stations abroad and stuff because I would, like, tell people about it, and they would show me and stuff. Um but yeah. And so as soon as I got back, I became an EMT, which is a pretty quick process. And I w- I did that. And I got a little like disenfranchised by it because it's just like, I don't know, it was like, uh, I mean, it's not messy. It was just like, I was very bored in that job. I had an EMT mm-hmm. job that happened to be very boring, you know? Well and it's s- like
0: what, transporting old people or like going it was to a like most old a lot folk of that. Homes.
1: Yeah, a lot of yeah. psych patients, too, and that's okay. where I kinda discovered that, um uh, that love of mine. But uh um yeah, I was going for that and I and I tried to do it. And I tried to get hired as a firefighter here in the town and uh and I didn't get it cuz it, it was a very sought after job. Mm-hmm. Um so I kind of abandoned that idea for a while. I got a little discouraged. I guess perseverance is not necessarily like my highest trait, <laughs> you know. But I I got a little discouraged and I um and so I kept being an EMT and then I was a bartender. And I went to college and I started, you know, just getting a Degree in archaeology, you know, I'm I'm all over the map as far as like what I want to do, you know. So but twenties are um, four. yeah, that's probably they're true. supposed to yeah. be messy, yeah. You know? But then, um, recently, like my brother-in-law just kept like telling me about it. Like his best friend is a firefighter, and they really need people where he works. And mm-hmm. so he kept just saying like, Garrett, you're being ridiculous for not doing this job. Like it's literally easy money. Like it's it's like 48 hours a week. You get paid a lot you have 5 days to do whatever you want, you know. It's it's you know, they need people right now, so it's not like before where they didn't need people at all. And that's that was one thing that turned me off cuz I was like I don't feel needed at all. If it's not me, it's going to be somebody else. And it didn't make me feel special at mm. all. It didn't make me feel like I'd make any meaningful difference. So, um but here, you know, in this station I'm trying to apply to now, It seems like they do need people. So here we are again. I'm needed. (laughs) I'm needed. I just want to be needed and wanted, you know. No, I – but, you know, it does make a difference to me. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to go up there. And then I feel like that's cool because then I can maybe still be a little sporadic with all of my extracurricular activities. Like I can do this two-day-a-week job. right? And then uh, just devote what – to, you know, the rest of my week to – psych mm, just to say, literally say yeah say like a, a side job <laughs> any anything like that so that's what got me into it you know okay but well,
0: well i'm it, then it makes sense that you switch your major to psych
1: yeah yeah so Before. if i kept the anthropology it would have been cool and there's definitely jobs available for that but i thought you know what if i'm going to try and like get uh i can maybe do counseling like some kind of counseling mm-hmm. one day
0: you are good at that i try to be you have some g- really good advice
1: like insights you mean sure into like people's psyche
0: <laughs> advice advice oh advice for people yeah yes.
1: <laughs> yeah i try to uh i try to um yeah that too. you <laughs> i think uh i think yeah i i try to keep like a just a
0: set us all off <laughs>
1: We, we have, have an, an we have an actual audience we have an here. audience yeah. right now so a um, little pressure for you Garrett it is yeah <laughs> do you have any other like ho- like rapid fire questions
0: rapid fire questions literally anything um, that one I
1: did swallow into the. Into I did like, drink my coffee into the microphone and the audience yeah. got what a little is ASMR your moment
0: favorite childhood memory
1: interesting whoa maybe wow rapid fire huh into oh. who
0: oh. you are today <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get a little essay from
1: Garrett yeah uh yeah let me try and keep that brief if I can even narrow it down to anything. Oh, um, so I remember uh, – you know what? Maybe this. I, and I might take this back, but this is a very fond memory of mine. I grew up in Pueblo, and we used to go to church in Colorado Springs. So there's, like, a story behind that. But uh, every, like, Sunday, my parents used to, like, take us all the way up, which is kind of a long – I don't know if this podcast – like, people are going to know exactly – why don't I just give my address and social security <laughs> <Right>. number? <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Colorado we people. used to make this big trek, right? Yeah. And so um, one one year I remember for Easter, and this was, so my dad got sick and he, he passed away. But I remember right before he got sick, um, he, like, for Easter... We uh, rented a little hotel up in Colorado Springs so we didn't have to, like, run back and forth, you know. And we came up here and we stayed here. And, and it was um, it was me and then my next older brother and then my sister. And um, we stayed in this hotel and, like, we went to the Easter, uh, you know, that Easter service. And then we, like, um, woke up in the morning because our Easter service is at midnight. I'm a Catholic, so it's at midnight. And so we woke up um, in the morning – and uh we had stashed our our little Xbox and we like connected it to the the hotel TV and that was in 2013 and so like the, that game Skyrim had just come out and we were like fanatics for that game my brother and I and so yeah it was like and so we played together and so it was like I don't know if it's my fondest memory, but it was it like encapsulates a lot of what I love. Mm-hmm. So it enca- like my like my faith for one and then uh, like my family and then just this time together. And then like when you're young, things just seem a little magical sometimes. Yes. Like they seem that's definitely a memory where I remember even being young. I was fifth, uh, 14, I think at the time. And uh, I knew that it was a moment. You that know you were know I mean? gonna
0: remember this moment like yeah
1: it, like this was something special like yeah. I felt full of happiness I mm-hmm. remember um a, a lot of my happiest memories focus around the holidays though
0: that's so. awesome I love how quick you were to respond to that
1: yeah I again I don't know I could probably go back and find another one uh, like a different one that I think oh that's more of a core memory but mm-hmm. that one is definitely a beautiful uh a beautiful moment for me and I mm-hmm. ate a grapefruit on the way back to <laughs> <laughs> that is i did very interesting that you yeah. remember that okay Half i have grade
0: one grade. more question yeah um how do you think being the youngest child has shaped who you are or oh. do you think it shaped who oh,
1: you? oh uh, yeah the,
0: the youngest sibling yeah So say how many siblings you have i have five and you're the youngest of
1: f- six i'm young i'm the sixth child
0: the sixth child yeah.
1: <laughs> i think I, it definitely has shaped me and more i realize that more in now, you know, uh, in my later like the last couple of years mm-hmm. um but it definitely has you know a lot like whatever pe- people talk about like uh uh that youngest child like syndrome, you know like the I think I think it was you who even was like yes. that the rules don't apply to me kind of attitude towards yeah. things you can tell um, who's
0: the youngest sibling usually,
1: yeah, not that I would say I'm particularly like rule breaking i've never been a rule breaker but if it's just a little thing and i'm just like this is not gonna matter or like you know like speeding or like traffic violations things like this (laughs) i have a lot of the rules clearly do apply to me because i have (laughs) a lot of tickets yeah driving over a curb um and just being a little bit like um just acting in such a way that's careless sometimes where where um you know i could probably get in trouble but i just uh, assume that's not gonna happen but I was low key like the youngest child. I was the youngest child and kind of like an only child as well because my next older brother's five years older than me. So okay. he graduated right as I was like turning like 13. So for that entire like very formative time in my life, I was just home alone. So it's kind that's of right. weird. Like I guess best and worst of both worlds in that game.
0: Yeah. You say something sometimes and I'm like, yeah, that's youngest the youngest child energy.
1: Yes. Yeah coming out i like it though i think being the youngest child is amazing and i think youngest child children think that because i think it it probably probably is it's probably a pretty cushion. your
0: parents are very like lenient they've had a couple kids they've done it before yeah they know what they're doing
1: yeah yeah they they know what they're doing and they uh um and also because of that only child thing as well i know my mom a lot better than the rest of my siblings
0: Mm. like
1: i'll say things around my mom and my other siblings will be like gary what? how can you talk to mom that one I'm like it's because we're homies. it's because like, we know each other, <laughs> like we have been through a lot together and shared a Aww. lot with each other, so that's um, awesome, yeah, yeah, so all I right. love it mm-hmm. but yeah.
0: all right, we're gonna wrap this up because okay. we're getting out there, but um, okay. is there any piece of advice you want to leave people with? oh wow, or last minute comments
1: um. It's like young, young people or
0: my uncle listens to this. So really? Okay. Yeah. He's my biggest fan. Uncle Eddie. Uncle love you. <laughs> uncle Eddie.
1: Hi. <laughs> um, is there any piece of advice I would say? Uh, oh man, I'm trying to think of something that's like easy because a lot of advice is like easier said than done. I'm trying to think of advice. It's like,
0: it can e- be really cheesy, easy
1: done. And then <laughs> it also is going to improve your life. You know? Um, You know, it's like people talk a lot about empathy now. You know what I mean? It's very important, and I definitely remember as an EMT, like talking with a lot of young kids that are going through a lot. I mean, like teenagers, you know, Um, young teenagers or younger than that even, and they're going through a lot. And it's interesting, like people talk about empathy, and nowadays people have a lot of like knowledge of psychological um terminology and like just psychology in general way more than ever but i guess my advice would be like you know if you're going to cling on to a psychological term like maybe let it be empathy a little bit mm. take a step back from the fact that this thing this un you know unrequited whatever and, and this unresolved conflict caused this and this because people have the access to this knowledge nowadays. Um, but a lot of that is still very self-focused. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know a lot about your, like, you know, past and why you act the way you do, that's very good. Like, that's that self-knowledge. But it's self-knowledge, you know. You're still right. thinking about you. And I think a lot of people are thinking about themselves a lot in life, and I include myself in that. I'm not like saying that I'm set apart, but uh, I guess like, if you're gonna focus on anything, focus on empathy. If someone's coming at you in a certain way, you just be like, okay. Why are you doing why why mm-hmm. are you doing mm-hmm. this? Like what's what's making you act this way? Mm-hmm. That's good. Cuz there's a lot of people there.
0: don't have empathy. And I think there's a no. big difference between s- be like having sympathy and showing empathy. I agree. And there's a really good video I think by what is it? Brené Brown.
1: Yeah. We That's didn't amazing. talk we were going to talk about meditation but we didn't but maybe we can well, do this. We'll again. do another podcast yeah, we'll do for this sure. This is
0: kind of like a get to know Garrett get to know garrett psych major fire a future firefighter gtkg (laughs) okay all right guys we're gonna wrap it up (laughs) thank you for having me of course very much and stay tuned because he's gonna be back on the pod (laughs) the podcast
1: (laughs) i gave him a little microphone a kiss
0: little microphone kiss very sweet all right guys thanks for listening bye peace (laughs)